We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Twenty minutes a day, three hundred sixty-five days a year. This is the Pack a Day podcast. What's up, Packer fans? Welcome back to the Pack a Day podcast. I'm your host Andy Herman. You can follow me on Twitter at Andy Herman NFL. Hope you all had an amazing weekend as we get set for what could be potentially, possibly a franchise-altering week. For the Green Bay Packers. Now, it could be that. It could very well not be that. We've sort of been saying for some time now that we start expecting to see more and more of these dominoes to fall, but it certainly seems like this could be the week that we get decisions from Aaron Rodgers, from the Green Bay Packers. We see if Devontae Adams gets a franchise tag or an extension. If Rodgers is or isn't back, there are things that are going to change with this franchise one way or the other. So either way, it sort of feels like this is the week. Now, the Rodgers saga could certainly continue on. Even that, in some capacity, certainly to a much lesser extent, but even if he decides to push this out further, that has ramifications on what the Packers are doing this offseason, which ultimately could change Green Bay's plans and how they handle this entire situation as well. So either way, this feels like a super, super important week for Green Bay, for Aaron Rodgers, etc. Now, as we sit here today, I still am of the belief that Aaron Rodgers returns to the Packers, and I think they will do everything they can to retain Devontae Adams, including a franchise tag. And I think they'll do everything they can to retain Devondre Campbell as well. But there is still a lot to be decided. And even if that is the scenario, even if things sort of proceed as expected, right? Rodgers says he's coming back. The Packers put the franchise tag on Devontae Adams. Even in that scenario, there should be a multitude of moves this week, including potentially a restructure or release of Randall Cobb, a likely release of Zadarius Smith. Billy Turner comes into question. Dean Lowry comes into question. Could there be an extension for Preston Smith or Adrian Amos? Does Jair Alexander get an extension? Either way, this feels like there is going to be some major movement this upcoming week. Now, again, we could also get the news that Aaron Rodgers doesn't come back, that he wants a trade, which by far in a way would be a monumental moment for this franchise. We could get the news that Aaron Rodgers has decided to retire, which by far in a way would be a monumental move for this franchise. So if we get any sort of Aaron Rodgers decision this week, that will be monumental no matter what, whether he stays, whether he retires, whether he demands a trade. There will be major news and major ramifications for this franchise. 
to some extent, Devontae Adams too. I think at this point, everyone's sort of expecting franchise tag and working towards an extension, but that certainly alters the franchise in a lot of different ways as well. And we could see a Devontae Adams extension. And again, even if Aaron Rodgers decides that you know he's going to stay or we don't get a decision, that is going to have to alter how Green Bay does things. So this is a major week for Green Bay. Of course, the, the franchise tag deadline is this week. Rodgers has said that he wanted to sort of make these decisions with the Devontae tag in mind with, you know, before the start of free agency and the start of the new league year. So other players can make their determinations. The date and the time is getting closer and closer. Now, will there be a Pat McAfee, Aaron Rodgers Tuesday where he announces a decision? Do we hear ahead of that? Does he make an announcement when, like, who knows, right? Anything and everything is still on the table. But as mentioned at the onset, this feels like a movement week. This feels like something has to happen and major moves will happen for Green Bay one way or the other. That leads me to my main conversation to today. And this may not be a super long conversation, but I think it's an important one to have nonetheless. And that question is, who ultimately has leverage in this situation? Is it Aaron Rodgers? or is it the Green Bay Packers? Because it's a really interesting conversation and it's a really interesting dynamic. I'm going to start with this tweet from friend of the show, Peter Bukowski. He says, the Packers can tell Aaron Rodgers he's either playing in Green Bay this year or retiring. He's under contract and they can restructure his deal into 2023 if they can't get a new deal worked out. They can tag Devontae, they hold the cards. Even if 12 says he wants a deal, they can say no. This isn't just leverage with Rodgers either. This is leverage for trade partners. Let's just say Rodgers wants out. The Packers can tell teams to either blow them away or they aren't trading him and he's welcome to hold out. So that's Peter's sort of take on it. Now, the next two tweets from Ken Ingles and Andrew Brandt aren't specific like leverage, you know, specific tweets per se, but it's it's important to add context here. So Ken tweets out, an increasingly possible Rodgers scenario is that he returns to the Packers in 2022 on his current deal and becomes a free agent in 2023. Now to tag with that is this note from Andrew Brandt who tweets, as to the idea that the Packers and Aaron are working on a new contract, he has something in his present contract that is way more valuable than money and opt out in 2023. I see no way that Aaron gives that up. Thus, he's a Packer for one more year at most. Now, as a quick aside here, I don't necessarily fully agree with Andrew Brandt on that second part. I do think there is a world and a scenario where Rodgers does in fact sign a long-term deal and says, I'm not going to go through this every year. I want to retire a Green Bay Packer and we're going to get this over once and for all. I'm going to be a Packer for life and we're going to sign this super long extension or at least a long extension and I'll retire when I retire, but we're going to take any other team off the board here. I do think there's at least one scenario in the multiverse where that happens. Whether or not that does or not remains to be seen. And I think there's a chance that Andrew's correct that either way, that he could be one and done in Green Bay and, and you know still want that opt-out after this season. And again, Rodgers always has some, you know, some bargaining chip by just saying he could retire. So more on that in just a moment. But again, Ken brings up also the point where Rodgers could just say, hey, I'm just going to come back as is. I don't need a new contract. You guys can restructure my deal because Green Bay has the ability to do that no matter what. And I'm just going to play out this year and my contract, I become an unrestricted free agent next year. I can go anywhere. 
I don't have to ask for a trade. I don't have to demand a trade. I don't have to ask for you to release me. My contract is just voided based on the contract. And I can literally go to any team that I want. So I'll play one more year in Green Bay. Let's run this back and you'll bring back Devante and Devondre and as many people as possible. And we'll go try to win one more. And it'll be a fun one more all-in season. And then my future's in my hands. If I want to retire, if I want to go to any other team, I don't have to seek permission. And the team that I'm going to doesn't have to give up a ton of assets. I can just go there and sign with them and we can go make a run at a Super Bowl. So could be Denver 2023, could be... Chicago or Minnesota 2023. I don't think that's what he would do, although he does own Chicago, but who knows? Like all of these things are in place. So I I think Peter's tweet, Ken's tweet, and Andrew's tweet are all just sort of to add context to this overall conversation. As far as who ultimately has leverage here, whether it's Aaron Rodgers or whether it's the Green Bay Packers, of course, I'm going to tell you that the answer lies somewhere in the middle. Let's start with Aaron Rodgers. Why does Aaron Rodgers have leverage? First and foremost, he does have the ability to basically say, hey, trade me or I'm going to retire. If you don't trade me to the team, to you know, period, if you don't trade me, if you don't seek a trade, I'm going to retire. That absolutely has leverage because him retiring could accelerate some salary cap into the season and it makes Green Bay completely change course and they get nothing in return. And I know that there are people out there, and you may be one of them, that want to see Rodgers just retire as a Packer and can't stand the feeling of him playing for any other franchise. And I get that the Favre divorce was messy and seeing him play on other teams wasn't easy. But as a pure Packer fan, I have a very hard time understanding how anyone could possibly want Aaron Rodgers to just retire. That is by far and away the worst case scenario. Because if he comes back and plays, at least you've got a pretty good chance at trying to run things back this season and maybe win a Super Bowl. What the percentage or odds of that are, who the heck knows, but at least it's better than what it would be if he's not on the team. And number two, if you trade him, you could very much kickstart a rebuild just by what you get in return from that trade, not to mention some of the other assets and young players that you already have on this team. The the rebuild doesn't have to be that long if you get it kickstarted with you know, with funds up front, like multiple first round picks, Jerry, Judy, et cetera, whatever trade package you end up getting is really going to help. So Roger saying, trade me or I'm going to retire has a lot of leverage because retirement for Green Bay as a front office, as like, what's a general manager's job, right? To ultimately always do what's best for the Green Bay Packers. So yes, having to trade Aaron Rodgers is usually going to be far less than ideal, but it's way, way better. If you're looking at the long-term you know, goals and initiatives of the Green Bay Packers and what's best for this franchise, having Aaron Rodgers retire and not get anything in return is malpractice if the option is out there to trade him. Now, if he just says tomorrow, I'm retiring, there's nothing you can do about it. But if he says, trade me or retire, and you say, we're just going to have you retire, that is malpractice as a GM. You have to do what you can to get the most possible assets in return, especially if he's asking to go to like a Denver, right? It's not like he's asking to go to Minnesota or Chicago and you're saying, well, I'm not going to trade you in the division. Listen, the odds in that scenario, the odds in that scenario that you trade him to Denver and it ends up being Green Bay, Denver in the Super Bowl are very slim. And then he beats you, right? And then like 
and then everyone questions, well, if you know you wouldn't have done that, what would have happened? Like that's the only scenario where that sort of backfires. And if I told you that that happened, if I told you that they traded him to Denver and Green Bay lost to the Broncos in the Super Bowl, especially after getting all those assets and moving on from Aaron Rodgers, I don't think anyone's upset with that outcome. Like I see, like they may be upset, or you may be upset, or anyone may be upset to see Aaron Rodgers win a Super Bowl with another team. But if Green Bay won a Super Bowl and got a bunch of assets or like were in a Super Bowl and got a bunch of assets at the same time, like that's the only way that that play backfires, right? And Rodgers is going to have to navigate an entirely crowded AFC and even an AFC West to even get to that point. It's just, it's not going to be easy. So like the odds that that's just like amazingly backfires in Green Bay's face are so incredibly slim. Meanwhile, you get a bunch of assets in return and again, can potentially kickstart that rebuild maybe even make your team better for this upcoming season, whatever direction that you ultimately want to go in. Now, Rodgers also has leverage in the fact that he can say a specific team that he wants to move. He doesn't even have to say, hey, I want you to work out a trade with another team. He could say, I want you to work out a trade with either Denver or San Francisco. He could say, I want you to either work out a trade with Denver or Pittsburgh or San Francisco or a couple other teams. Or he could say, trade me to Denver or I retire. Again, that retirement piece is a major piece of leverage for Rodgers. And Green Bay, in some capacity, has to honor it because it's it would always feel legitimate. Now, they could call his bluff and they could say, hey, listen, we're not, we're not going to trade you. It's either here or nowhere. With how long he could hold out and with how much roster decisions that they have to make in the very near future with the long terms of a variety of different players, I just don't think it's in Green Bay's best interest to try to call his bluff when he could legitimately say, ah, all right, I'm just going to go golf or find whatever else it is that I like to do and go do that. Like he's interestingly, you know, interesting enough where that's legitimately on the table. You couldn't put it by him. And again, I think it would be full malpractice if Green Bay just said, yes, go ahead and retire. We're not going to get anything in exchange. You just can't do that with the potential for, what, two, three first round picks and some players, whatever it ends up being, it is a significant offer that you just can't see go out the window for absolutely nothing in return. Rodgers has more ammo here. He has more leverage. He knows what I'm saying right now. He knows that Green Bay doesn't want to end with nothing. So he that that threat to retire is legitimate for Green Bay, and he knows that the worst case scenario for Green Bay is that they end up with nothing in this scenario. So it behooves Green Bay to trade him, and he and his agent, I promise you, know that and can use that as leverage as well. He also knows that he can come back for one more season on his current deal, as we just talked about, and walk after this season as a free agent, and Green Bay gets nothing. So whether he says yeah, I'll come back for one more season. Or if he uses that as a trade bargain as well and says, hey, you can trade me um, and I'll go, you know, you get a bunch of picks in return, or I'm going to play for you this year, but you don't trade me now like I want. I will play out this year and finish my last season with Green Bay, whatever, but I'm going, I'm going to Chicago next year, or I'm going to Minnesota, or I'm going to the team that has the best case of beating the Packers. He is a unrestricted free agent after this year if he plays out this, this current contract. And maybe Green Bay says, fine, screw it. We'll take you for one year. But if Rodgers specifically asks out, like how much 
is he into that season? And I know he, you know, just like last year, I don't think he'd come back and half asset, but you know, I just don't think that that's the best scenario. If you're Green Bay, I think you have to rip the Band-Aid and just say, we're going to move on. And again, the fact that he can move on next season after playing out one more year to any team that he wants, Green Bay wouldn't even get a comp pick in that situation. Not even a third, fourth, fifth round comp pick for Aaron Rodgers. They would get zip, zero, zilch, nothing, and he could go to any team that he wanted to. So that's another piece of leverage for Rodgers just to say, I will go wherever I want and it's going to hurt you next year if you don't trade me now. I'm not saying he would do that. I'm not saying that that's like he's just some vindictive person, but if he wants out, that's another thing that he can throw into the leverage bin and say, hey, you know, I could come back and next year, maybe I'll just go play for the Vikings. Who knows? Within the realm of possibility. He also knows that Green Bay is completely bending over for him and will do anything to get him in 2022. So that may not be specific leverage for a trade, but that very well could be leverage for maybe a couple more players that he wants to keep on this team moving forward. Maybe that's leverage for more say that he gets. Maybe that's leverage for the largest, even a bigger contract than what is expected. Either way, he and his agent can use that for leverage in a variety of different ways. Green Bay's already signed the quarterbacks coach that he's wanted. They've gone out of their way to saying that they will go all in again, that they want him back, that they're willing to do anything for him. They are the desperate ex-boyfriend at this point, meaning the Packers. And Green Bay, or uh, Aaron Rodgers, is the hot ex-girlfriend that the Packers are doing anything to win back. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match, with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And he knows that. He knows that he has the upper hand here. And if he says jump, Green Bay will jump. If he says run, Green Bay will run. And there's always going to be some level and some limit to that. But it's once again, Green Bay's handed over their leverage in some capacity to Rodgers. And he has the ability to maybe make a few demands that other players or quarterbacks in this league wouldn't be able to make. And then last but not least, Rodgers knows that Green Bay would have to completely change course without him. They're going to have to go in a different direction. Now, how far they go, how big of a rebuild, etc., that remains to be seen. But 
they're certainly not going to go all in with no Aaron Rodgers. I don't see any scenario where they trade Rodgers and they're like, yep, we're still going to bring back Campbell and Devontae and every person we possibly can. And we think Jordan Love's just going to lead us or sign a Marcus Mariota and do the same thing. I just don't see that as feasible. So Rodgers knows that the pieces are in play right now for Green Bay to win a Super Bowl. And if he says, I'm out or see you later, things have to drastically change in Green Bay. Again, that gives him leverage overall if he wants to return and maybe how Green Bay does some things this offseason. So either way, whether Rodgers demands a trade, whether he wants to stay, whether he wants to be a free agent next year to be able to go to any team that he wants, he has a lot of leverage on his side because of his ability to threaten retirement, because of the opt-out, the automatic void, I should say, in his contract next offseason, and the fact that Green Bay has already shown they're willing to bend over backwards for basically anything that Rodgers wants to some extent. So clearly, Rodgers has all the leverage here, right? Not exactly. As Peter mentioned, and there's a couple other notes here as well, Green Bay does have some leverage also. First and foremost, they own his rights. It's not like Aaron Rodgers is a free agent and they have the ability to use the franchise tag on him. It's not like he's a restricted free agent, an exclusive rights free agent, a transition player, whatever else. He is on the team. He is on payroll. He is under contract and Green Bay doesn't have to do anything. And oh, by the way, all of those rumors from last season that said Green Bay agreed to trade him, Brian Gutekunst has now gone on record to say that's not true. They don't have to trade him if they don't want to. So yes, while I mentioned earlier, and I still believe it to be the case, that it would be malpractice for Green Bay to get nothing in return, Green Bay could just call his bluff. They don't have to do anything they don't want to do. If Rodgers says, trade me to the 49ers and that's it, they could say, we're not trading you to the NFC. If they say, trade me to the Broncos and the Broncos say, hey, we'll give you a second round pick. They don't, they can say, no, screw that. We'll just keep him like, we'll have him retire. No, we don't need a second round pick that bad. We would rather call his bluff and see if he wants to play this season than take your second round pick. So they don't have to cooperate anywhere. Again, I think the biggest thing here is Rodgers doesn't just have carte blanche to say, you know, trade me to any team that I want and let's do this. The Packers have say in this. They have legitimate say. And again, if, if another team tries to lowball them, if Rodgers wants to go somewhere where Green Bay doesn't want him to go, they can simply say no and say, go ahead, retire. We're fine with it. And again, while I think that's the worst case scenario for all sides, and by all sides, I mean the Packers, Rodgers, the NFL, the team that wants to acquire him, the fans of the NFL, like him retiring is, is way worse than any alternative. It's still something that Green Bay can hold to and say, hey, you don't want to play ball. You don't want to do this the right way. Retire. We're not going to trade you just for nothing, or we're not going to trade you to a team that we don't want to trade you to. Next is they legitimately could call his bluff. And what I mean here is if Roger says, trade me, if Roger says I'm demanding a trade after this offseason of thinking everything over, we, we know, right? We've heard from Rodgers specifically. He has to get over this mental hurdle of whether he wants to play this season or not. So if he has cleared that mental hurdle, that he is all in on this season and he wants to play, but he wants to play for another team, and then all of a sudden Green Bay says, we don't want to trade you, and he says, well, fine, I'll retire, he's already basically tipped his hand that he wants to play this season. 
you could call his bluff again. You have the infrastructure and the team that's ready to compete for a Super Bowl this season. Again, he's a free agent next year. They could call his bluff and say, Aaron, we're not going to trade you. We want, we've shown everything that we can do to, to tell you we want you to be a part of this team. We've decided we're not going to trade you. You can play for us and become a free agent and go play wherever you want next year, or you can retire. And there's a good chance that Rodgers may ultimately back down and say, fine, I'll play this year and I'll be a free agent next year. And again, whether that's actually best for both sides, I think is very debatable. And I would actually argue is not good for both sides. Green Bay could legitimately go in that situation. And again, the fact that they own his rights is really important here. And the fact that he would tip his hand to say, I want to play this year, but for another team could make Green Bay say, fine, we're not going to trade you. If you want to play, you got to play for us. Whether or not they would do that, who knows, but they have that, they have that, card to play in their deck if they wanted to go in that direction. Next is, how about teammates? They have David Bakhtiari, the guy whose wedding he just officiated. They have Devontae Adams, who they can franchise tag, who he loves playing with. Right now, they own the rights to Randall Cobb, Billy Turner, Mason Crosby, multiple players that Rodgers has gone out of his way of saying how he loves playing with them. If he is really truly about the people and it's the people that matter and their legacies, guess what? Stay in Green Bay. Play with those people. Play with those teammates that you have gone on and on about loving and building those relationships, Mercedes Lewis, etc. There's a variety of them. If that means something to him, he has that here. He will not have that literally anywhere else. I think Green Bay, I don't know if this is like sort of a leverage play either, but it at least has to be part of the conversation of the fact that there's probably a better chance that he can win a Super Bowl in Green Bay than any other team he goes to. Now, Denver is darn good, but the competition is much better as well. And as we've talked about, and as I've talked about, right now, it kind of seems like the Rams and the Packers and not much else in the NFC. You're, you're looking pretty decent to be able to make a run in the NFC if you're Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers. So the fact that you can tell him, hey, you have a better chance to win here than anywhere else, like, again, I'm not sure how much of a leverage play that is, but at least has to be a conversation point, a topic of discussion. They also, as mentioned earlier, can restructure his contract without needing his permission. They can get low enough and save enough money with restructure without having to ask him to do anything that they can get under the salary cap and sort of call his bluff in the meantime and not having to make a decision right now if you're Green Bay. If Rodgers is playing hardball, Green Bay can play hardball. You you know, the theory or the thought might be, hey, like Rodgers, you know, you're going to need to make a decision on Rodgers before the salary cap kicks in. That's not true. Green Bay can do an like an auto restructure and save money on the cap and wait for Rodgers to make his ultimate decision. So it's not like Green Bay is under the gun here. They would love an answer like three weeks ago. Trust me, they would have loved an answer three weeks ago, but they can play hardball here too. It's not like there's this deadline where if he's you know still on the roster by the opening day of uh, the new league year, like they're screwed. It's, it's just not that way. They have functionality within his contract to save money and push money out to future seasons, and they don't have to ask his permission to do that. So once again, they have some options here. Again, I'm not sure how much of a leverage play this is, but again, it's worth noting Green Bay's done a great job this offseason. They did a terrible job of it last year. They've done a great job of it this year. As of positioning themselves as the good guy. They've shown everyone in every way 
that they are all in and keeping Aaron Rodgers and making him, you know, giving him whatever deal he wants, making him the face of the franchise, altering how they've done things in Green Bay. And Rodgers, in a way, if he actually wanted leverage or wanted out, has done a poor job this time around. And actually, I actually think he did a poor job last time around by not sort of coming out and discussing things on his own until way after the fact. But he's done another poor job where he's given Green Bay so much credit. He's talked about how Green Bay has made changes, how he's made amends with Brian Gutekunst and that they're getting along great, that he loves the coaching staff, loves the teammates, and so on and so forth. He's talked about legacy and he's talked about all this stuff. And if that if that's all true, then why why would he demand a trade? So he's done a poor job of leveraging himself and saying like, listen, Green Bay's not doing any of this. I want out because you know Green Bay doesn't know how to handle the situation. No, the Green Bay looks very competent this offseason, bringing in Tom Clements, telling them that they want him, doing anything they can in their power to get him back. If Rodgers says, see you later, he looks like the bad guy. Green Bay looks like the good guy. That's just how it's sort of set up right now. So again, how much leverage that actually gives Green Bay, I'm not sure. But again, it's at least a talking point here. And then last but not least, from Green Bay's standpoint, they aren't all in yet. And that's a huge difference from a season ago. By the time all this stuff happened around the draft, and again, I know Green Bay knew a bit before that, but they had already done all these restructures and pushed money into future years and built their team for 2021 with the assumption that Rodgers was going to be there. If all of a sudden they have to trade or move on from Rodgers or he retires, they put they borrowed a ton of money from future caps and went all in for a season where they never had a chance to win it because Rodgers wasn't there. So them saying goodbye to Rodgers last year never made sense. But this year, they still have options. They can go in a variety of different directions. They haven't like pot committed themselves to one scenario yet. And Green Bay has left themselves options up until this point. Now, once the new league year starts, if Rodgers hasn't made a decision, now Green Bay's under the gun to start making these decisions and trying to play a guessing game as to what Rodgers is going to do. But as of right now, they have not gone in one direction yet. And that leaves Green Bay's doors open for what they want to do depending on what Aaron Rodgers decides. So again, leverage on both sides for both Green Bay and the Packers. I ultimately believe, like as I said right now, that Rodgers ends up coming back. And even if he doesn't, I believe both sides will work amicably together, but it doesn't have to be that way. There's still a lot of ways that this could go in a variety of different directions. And it, it could get messy. These things are very rarely clean, right? It's very, you know, it's not like Aaron Rodgers just says, hey, I want to go to Denver. Green Bay says, okay. And Denver says, we'll give you everything you want. And Green Bay says, okay. And it's just nice and easy. There will be friction is what I'll say one way or the other. I mean, obviously if he says I'm coming back, there won't be friction. But if he wants out, there's going to be friction in some capacity. It just is what it is. These things are never easy. Last but not least, notice one thing I didn't say. The one reason that Green Bay has leverage in this scenario could have been because they have Jordan Love. I don't think that's a leverage point at this point. I don't think that they believe in him. I don't think that they think he's ready to start. I don't think that they believe he's ready to be the guy right now. And had that been the case, then that becomes a much bigger leverage point for Green Bay. And frankly, makes it probably more advantageous for them to say, yeah, we're ready to move on from Rodgers. But the fact that he's not there and that I don't think they believe he's there changes this entire dynamic a million times over. 
And frankly, that's on both sides, right? And probably gives Rodgers more leverage back in Green Bay because he knows that Love's not ready and Green Bay doesn't want to go in that direction. So just another small footnote there that had Jordan Love been ready, at least to be like a decent starter, that changes this entire dynamic a million times over. All right, that's going to do it for me today. Like I said, buckle up. This could be a very crazy week. Heck, maybe by the time I'm talking to you tomorrow here on the YouTube video, uh, if you're listening on YouTube, if you're listening on the podcast, uh, Jacob and Jake and Ross will have you covered. Maybe by the time we talk to you tomorrow, we'll know more. We'll know more answers. Maybe Rogers will be gone. Maybe he'll be back. Who the heck knows? But buckle up. It could be a very crazy week. That's going to do it for me today. Thank you for joining me. Always appreciate you. But until next time, and as always, go Pack Go. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.